Welcome to another edition of Beckett Radio, the number one leader of all things considered in the hobby. Welcome. Taking your claim for number one? Uh, it, we've already had it. it. All right. We we started it number one. We're just keeping that number one spot. You Fair know, enough. It's ours. I'm Derek. Over there's Justin. Justin, what's going on, man? Not too much, man. Sorry I missed last week. I was a little sick. Yeah, you were pretty sick, and it seems like you might have gotten some other people sick. So That's not my problem. We're, we're, all right. <laughs> I was going to say we should blame it on you, but I guess you just don't care. Hey, they could have taken an extra day off or something if they were sick. Yeah, we get sick days, you know, or just be, you know, better and, you know, not get sick, you know? Yeah, be stronger than that, people. Yeah, get a better immune system. Come on. Ridiculous. So, we got a lot to talk about. The rookie premiere for the uh, NFL happened, the NLPA rookie premiere. That's a big deal. Very big uh, deal. In the industry. The top 40 rookies of the 2014 draft class. Uh, Johnny Manziel, Mike Evans, Carlos Hyde, Jimmy Garoppolo. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Bridgewater. The list goes on and on. Uh, We're going to talk about how that um, has shaped the industry into what it is today. Do you think it's either hurt the market, helped the market? We got a lot to talk about as far as opinions go on that. Uh, We also have a pretty big interview with Upper Deck's own Chris Carland. He's going to call into the show and divulge in all things Upper Deck, what's going on at the National. They got some really cool events uh, for uh, the collectors out there for Upper Deck. A lot of cool stuff. It's the 25th anniversary for Upper Deck this year, so that's a big deal, um, as we all know. And we're also going to talk about the Stanley Cup Finals and the NBA Finals, because obviously that's going on. So why not you know, divulge into that stuff in a little bit? But first, let's do new products and pricing. Did you do it last week? We did do it last week. Oh, excellent. I had to do it myself since you weren't here. Wow, you picked up the slack. And man, I'm going to say that was tough. That was really (laughs) hard. I was was really nervous. But very few can handle it the way I did. Yeah. So, you know, props to you for doing it. But what what do we have this week? Well, Pro Debut just came out yesterday. That's uh, checklist is in the database. Um, It's pretty cool, you know, get cars before they're rookies. Mm -hmm. It's not too expensive, but tons more parallels this year. They have a lot of cool inserts, a lot of cool autographs. Uh, so that's really you know a good set to get for the collector on a budget if you're looking to go prospecting. Yeah. Uh, we got Tier 1 coming out tomorrow. Ooh, um, that's a big one. Yes. One pack. I believe it's three or four cards per pack, but they're all hits, yeah, I yeah. think. Um, so that's that that should be in the database as well soon. Uh, then we have Topps Chrome WWE next week. Ooh. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, Chris Old is going to be happy on that one. Oh yeah, he he nerds out over wrestling pretty hardcore. Um, pretty ridiculous. We, we did have a couple of hockey products get pushed though. Yeah, um, we did. Contenders was supposed to come out. They pushed it back to the twenty fifth, I believe. And then on the seventeenth, Ultimate Collection comes out. Okay. So cheating a little bit, skipping ahead, but it's just because we were. Yeah. They're supposed to come out this week, and they pushed them a little. Yeah. Bit. So we, we gave. You guys, an extra little little bonus. I worked a little bit extra yeah. harder for you guys there today. You go. A little extra sentences on, on that notepad there. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as pricing goes, what do we have? Pricing, we got Topps Chips, my absolute Woo! favorite yeah. set. Love Topps Chips. Actually, what's really weird about that set is the uh, the relic cards. They're bat chips. Uh-huh. They have some parallels, but they're all numbered to fifty, and those things are selling like crazy. Wait, like it, how how are they relic cards if they're they, chips or relic chips? I apologize. There you go. Apologize, Mister. Just trying to uh, keep it uh, keep it legitimate here. Sorry, Sorry. semantics. Sorry. <laughs> Either way, the uh, they're they're actually selling for a lot of money. Uh-huh. Like the the Derek Jeter bat chip 
Of course. Is like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, Jeter. But most of them are pretty expensive. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, we have American Thunder Racing. Okay. I gathered that information the other day, so I should be pricing that soon. Uh, Prison Baseball, I'm gathering that information. We should be pricing that either tomorrow or Monday. Uh, Crusade Basketball, that needs to be uh, priced soon. Yeah, just uh, just gathered all that information today. So within the next uh, week, uh, we'll get that priced and ready to go. And then Toss Archives has been uh, selling like crazy. Yeah. So we're actually going to kind of cheat the system a little bit and start a little early mm-hmm. and get that pricing done before the two-week window for you guys. So look out for that early next week as well. Yeah, and Leaf Trinity is something that uh, I'll be starting to price here in the next few days. Excellent. Uh, So that's been a huge success for Leaf, as we talked about it with Brian Gray last week. Uh, It's just been a tremendous success. They're really happy about the product. All you listeners out there, be sure to check that stuff out uh, on Beckett.com on our calendar. If you have any questions or concerns about those new releases or products that are being priced, hit us up at Beckett Radio on Twitter or radio at Beckett.com in an email. So let's go to the next topic of the day, and that's the rookie premiere. That happened a couple days ago, I think last week, and, you know, top 40 New NFL rookies. The biggest one is obviously Johnny Football, but you have 39 other guys that are just as legitimate to talk about. Yeah. Now, we've we talked about our little issues with the rookie premiere, event-worn gear right? Uh, being the biggest one. Uh, you can also say sticker autographs uh, for the rookies as, as well as uh, verse-on-card autographs. I was looking at some of the pictures, and it looks like they're doing uh, some on-card autos there, which is great, you know, which Probably, they do in the past. Yeah, I mean, for the ones that are coming out early, like Score or mm-hmm. something like that, yeah. I, would, I would hope they would try and get some on-card stuff. Mm-hmm. But as far as the stickers go, I kind of stickers don't bother me as much as they bother other people just because I'd rather have a sticker autograph than wait. For redemption. Well, I've, I'm uh, yeah. So that's that's how I am. I mean, if I get it on card, that's really cool. But who cares? They have they signed whatever you have. But I mean, I think everyone would say that they would rather have at least a sticker auto than a redemption. But well, and then people should stop complaining about sticker autos. My my thing is that I I look at I I can tell how the process works. People send out stickers a sheet of stickers to the guy. They don't see the card you know, for the most part. I'm not saying all the time. But they send a, a thing of stickers out to the player, and all they do is sign a sticker. Yep. That's that, that, about right. Yeah, which is how it works. Whatever. My thing is that if you're an on-card auto, that means a player has seen the card, has touched the card, has done things with the card that make you believe that, hey, this guy actually signed the card. What he didn't sign did he a sticker. Hey, keep get get your mind out of the gutter, <laughs> sir. Jeez, look out over there. I was thinking like playing frisbee or something, maybe damaging the cars. Oh, Where's your mind at? Yeah, hey, 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 I don't know. But no, seriously, like think about it. That that's my biggest thing is that, you know, I look at the the autographs and, you know, this is we can talk about this again for hours Forever. and hours. Uh, and I don't want to, but but seriously, I feel like it takes away from the special factor of the card. Having that on-card auto that you pulled randomly in a single pack you bought at the hobby store or wherever, you know, that that's a huge thing. Yeah. Especially when doing box breaks. I consider having an on-card auto better than a sticker oh, auto, obviously. I don't know. I guess it's personal opinion. Again, if I get obviously you prefer an on-card, but if you get a sticker auto, at least you have the autograph in hand. That is true. And when you have the rookie premiere, if you don't get them to sign the stickers then, 
by the time I mean, most of the products will come out during the season, you're going to have to wait for a redemption or whatever because they're not going to sign a whole lot during the year. So take the sticker auto with the with the autograph already on card in hand yeah. and not have to wait for the redemption. That's just what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I, I hear you, and I agree to an extent. But let, let's go through the list of players uh, and and who you think is going to have a big impact this year? All right, because last year, you know, and and this you can't predict the future. No, you know, like Tyler Wilson was in the rookie premiere and he got cut by the Raiders. I don't think he played, or I don't he think might he have been on a the, team. I, I don't even know if he made the team or I not. Yeah, I'm not sure, but on the Raiders. But you know, we have guys like Odell Beckham Jr. went to the Giants. Kadeem Carey, Arizona running back, he went to the Chicago Bears, Bridgewater, Minnesota. Taj Boyd, I mean, he was in the running for the high early on in the season he went to the the Jets which was a good pick by them Johnny football going to Cleveland Khalil Mack uh, I mean all the top names Aaron Murray Bishop Sankey DeAnthony Thomas Terrence West I mean the list goes on and on Sammy Watkins so in your mind out of the big names who do you think is going to have the biggest impact on their team this is this is going to be controversial and people are going to disagree Uh-oh. with me but I want to say Blake Bortles Nice. That is a good pick. I, I think that he will. Um, you took my pick. Oh, well, thank you. I'm <laughs> glad that it's not that controversial. Uh, I think that the the fact that he is from Florida, playing for Jacksonville, I mean, his college is right down the road from the Jaguar Stadium. Yeah. That right there is going to have an impact in dollar amounts for that team because they have somebody that they want to come and see now. Yes. That's why I honestly am surprised that the Jaguar said no to Tim Tebow because – I've been to North Florida and seen firsthand what it's like there with Tebow Mania. Yeah. And they would have made money. He would have never played or he would have sucked, but he would have made a lot of money for them. Yeah, exactly. I think they corrected that mistake with a much better quarterback than Mm -hmm. Tim Tebow. Well, at the same time, I've been hearing reports that Blake Bortles might not start right away. Uh, They're going to ease him into the system. Uh, I know that they they picked up a, a wide receiver I don't remember who it was. I remember Marquise Lee, was, I think it was. I remember them saying it was a really good pickup for him. Um, yeah, you know, with Marquise Lee, I think he he will be a big enough asset for the Jacksonville Jaguars that they might put Blake Bortles in to, to get their chemistry going early. But you never know. I, like I said, I heard reports that they're going to, you know, ease him into the system. Uh, Chad Henney, I think, is there. Not the greatest quarterback, but, you know... Right now, he's better than Blake Bortles because of the experience factor. So you never know. But well, I think the future is bright for the Jags. Well, things also change during training camp. And they, they announced start. It's too early to announce starters and backups. That's like when they did with uh, Johnny Manziel and the Browns saying he's he's the backup. Yeah. You, you can't say that yet, especially yeah. when you, you know that that's the guy that people are paying to see. You're exactly. not going to. Well, you'll run into another Tim Tebow situation in Denver. When yeah. he was picked up by Denver, when Kyle Orton, who played well he did play for the well. Broncos, started messing up a few times, the fans revolted, you know, chanting Tebow's name during the games. And I felt bad for Kyle Orton because, like I said, he was doing an all right job. Kyle Orton got <laughs> – this is off the subject, but that kid has gotten hosed his yeah. entire career. I mean, the fact that he had – he won more games than Rex Grossman, and they benched him for the Super Bowl. Yep. 
Uh, sorry. Anyways, yeah, that, <laughs> that's a tangent we could talk about for uh, hours. Too. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to let that go. I'm a yeah. Packer fan, so the Bears losing made me happy anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> way to go, Lovey Smith. Yeah, we way, like you. Way to go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so overall, what do you think about the rookie premiere in general? Do you think oh. it's good for the hobby or bad for the hobby? I think it's it's a mixed bag. I think it's good because you get early pictures of your guys. It's, it gives you it gives collectors a chance to get cards from their uh, their rookies from their teams. Yeah. Uh, you can get the early mem cards. The bad side of it is they, that's where you get all your event worn memorabilia, and they basically say, "Here's twenty jerseys, wear them for five minutes, and then take them off." And they flood the market with these relic cards that it just becomes oversaturated. Yeah, but you can also get a relic card from the rookie premiere and have it be cheaper. Then say you pulled something out of tops, yeah. uh, five star. So you can actually get a Johnny Manziel jersey card for 20, 30 bucks instead of 150 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, and I always look at it as a business too. I mean, you know, tops and Panini, they go out there knowing that it's going to be a lot cheaper to get these guys to sign. Yeah. The jerseys are going to be cheaper. So you might as well do it now when it's obviously cheaper than during the season when they're going to have not a lot of time. Some of the teams won't allow it for players to sign, especially rookies, yeah, because they need the most training, the most help during the season. True. So, you know, it makes sense for a business standpoint. So, you know, I don't want to dog Panini and Tops because they got <laughs> – they got to do what they got to do, you know. Yeah, they do. To and pay what, the bills. What I would love to see happen, and I don't know if they do this or not, but have it have a contest or something to get fans in there as well. I, I think there I, were because I know that it's pretty much closed off to the public. Mm-hmm. But I think that if you had more fan interaction, mm-hmm. obviously not a ton because you don't want to distract the football players with a bunch of fans. But you yeah. know. Have a handful of guys that yeah. you know had a chance to win. That'd be you really know cool. you know what would be a good good idea is their redemption system, their point system. Yes. that could be an event. There you go. Boom! I I just did it. Boom! Tracy Hackler, that that's my thing. Tracy, listen up. Yeah. We're giving you ideas. <laughs> I'm giving you ideas, man. So so listen up. Write notes. No, but I think that would be. I mean, if I won that. That would be awesome. I'd go. You know, yeah, I would go in a heartbeat. <laughs> I for some I think I read somewhere that maybe a few people got to go, you know, some collectors or some some people. It wasn't completely closed off, but it wasn't, you know, publicized, open to the public right. or anything like that. Don't quote me on it. You know, don't get mad at me for saying something wrong. But I think I saw something. To be honest with you, I don't even know where they held the rookie premiere. Uh yeah. I I have no idea. You should I don't know either. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. So if it's, anybody it's knows, it's in California. It's in California. Is I know it? That. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Southern California. If it, if anybody knows, tell us in the comments because yeah. I would like to be educated. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean the rookie premiere. I think it's a it's a good idea, you know. And I think card companies get a lot of flack for it, especially obviously Tops and Panini because they're the only two there. Uh, I like I said, I give them a lot of flack for Tyler Wilson being cut <laughs> and then getting you know autograph relic cards of his and in, in the latest releases of of products, you know, and it's like oh, they also had a deal signed with the guy. You have to you have to get his product obviously, out of there. So obviously. That's, so, you know, it, it's, it's just the gamble we take. Yeah, it's just the little things, the little gambles we take, and obviously we just got to deal with it, you know. Because not, not every card can be a uh, Peyton Manning autographed jersey card. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you get that. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. No-namer. That and that's what's fun about the hobby is that you never know what you're gonna get. Exactly. And, you know, but more <laughs> more often than not, you get unlucky like me. 
you know, than lucky like you. So I haven't been lucky in a while for with cards. <laughs> well, you still have that Geronimo card. I do that I don't have. So this is true. Um, I, I do have that. You can shove it. So <laughs> still, uh, still debating on selling him. Ah oh, um, man, that that's a toughie. It is. Uh, but. Let us know what you think about the rookie premiere. I think it would be a good discussion piece for another roundtable discussion to yeah. talk about that uh, as one of the big events in football. You know, baseball, I don't think has it. Not too sure. Basketball really does. That's becoming a big deal in basketball. Hockey, they kind of have something. Uh, Chris Olds was talking about that the other day. Yeah, but it's not big. Yeah, but, you know, football and basketball are the big ones. Yeah, well, football and basketball is where the rookies are more important. Exactly. I mean, you get prospects in baseball, but the way that they do rookies and prospects in baseball is different than all the other sports. Mm -hmm. So they really can't do anything like a rookie premiere or rookie yeah. day or whatever. And Spe hockey, you get... Just a few. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of prospects, that John Singleton kid on the Astros, watch out. George Springer. No, John Singleton. George Springer is but the first baseman that they just called up. Yeah. He hit a home run in his first uh his first hit or something was like that. Was it a grand slam or something? No, was that, that was Colton Wong. Okay. Of oh, the okay. Colton Wong, yeah. Yeah. I so, was I honestly I was watching Sports Center while I was making my lunch the other day and I just heard <laughs> Some rookie hit a grand slam yeah. for his first home run, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, John Singleton of the Astros. They just signed him to that big contract. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and they, obviously George Springer is, is rookie of the month or something the, like that. The pitcher for the Astros was named Bud Norris, I think. I want to say that was his name. It was one of the pitchers is pissed off. Oh, really? Yeah, he's he doesn't understand why this kid's getting all the big oh, money. He's, he's not happy. I was like, why would he get mad about a kid hitting a home run? But No, he's mad about getting the contract. Yeah, no, I, there's a lot of iffy uh iffy uh people that don't really like that contract but no one really likes talking about money especially in professional sports if they want to pay it for him then that that's their business yeah and obviously he's paid out well so far i'm gonna, <laughs> you know I'm gonna make a prediction mean? right now though the astros watch out in the next don't, five years no don't do it man you just predicted that they're, means they're gonna suck for the next five years they're gonna terrible they're gonna have some turnaround time. dang it they have they have Nolan Ryan, and you know what? They're probably going to fire. The Rangers are going to fire Ron Washington after this year. Unfortunately, it looks like it. And the Astros will hire him in some capacity. That would be that would be crazy if they they if they pick they up will. Washington, they would be the new Texas Rangers of the I South. Would, I would seriously start cheering for the Astros <laughs> over the Rangers at that point. That would be that would be nuts because I'm not a big fan of JD right now. Yeah, I, you know, I don't like that guy. He's made the worst mistakes for my team. Anyway, we're getting on this. Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of questionable calls but it is what it is that's that's the way that's the way baseball go right plus yes that's the way it go yeah plus the injuries that are happening to my team is just ridiculous yeah, yeah. i think they're the most beat up team in baseball hey man giants they're they're doing well but they're uh, one of the best teams in baseball yeah record wise the, yeah record wise they're looking great they finally got that power hitter that they've been lacking yeah. in michael morse hunter pence is finally showing up yeah Pitching is starting to come around a little bit, and you know I I got to start jumping on the bandwagon for the Brewers. I guess that's where that's my hometown where I was born. I was yeah, born man. Wisconsin, so I can't believe that the Brew Crew is doing something. Yeah, <laughs> it, I don't know what they're doing up there. Well, they definitely they, ain't doing PEDs because no. Ryan Braun, you know, he can't they, can't do that anymore. I guess they put some extra vitamins in that cheese or something up there. Yeah, they, yeah, the cheese and the beer, <laughs> the cheese put some and extra beer, vitamins, cheese, beer, and brats. And oh. 
Man. That's a, that's a nutritious meal right there, yeah, man. Yeah, that That's an all-American meal that's right That's breakfast, there. lunch, and dinner in Milwaukee, I yeah. tell you. So uh, let's talk about the playoffs real quick. All NBA right. Finals. We can do that. Spurs and Heat. Rematch of last year. Boo. Tim Duncan sounded like he was calling it in four games. He said, we got four games, and we're going to do we're going to finish it out this time. I don't think they're going to sweep. Uh, no. No way. There's no way. I I wouldn't be shocked if it went seven games again. That And that would be really cool. I, I I really like those two teams going at it. I I do too. I've unfortunately I'm gonna make my prediction, my uh -oh. bold prediction. Uh oh, uh oh. The Cross heat, your fingers. The Heat are gonna win. Oh, in seven, which you know what that really means. Yeah, Spurs are gonna win it in five. <laughs> if that happens, I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I I think you know Tim Duncan, uh, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. They're they're on their last leg, last tier of the, their careers. Yeah, Popovich. Think, you know, I think that uh, Duncan's got what like another year or two left, maybe. Yeah, tops. Yeah, uh, yeah. But they at least are are starting to get some younger players in there to replace the older guys. I think they're starting to realize. They need to start restructuring their team well, and their foundation. Yeah, they're a smart franchise. You know, yeah. they they traded for Kawhi Leonard, who we talked about you right. know a while back, uh, for George Hill, who he hasn't really panned out for Indiana. So that was a good pickup by uh, San Antonio to get Leonard. Yeah. Patty Mills coming off the bench, uh, shooting threes, just being a great backup point guard for Tony Parker. Tiago Splitter, that dude is like the next Tim Duncan, just more agile really you know more does he athletic. have more personality when they interview him i don't know he's <laughs> i think he's from spain or somewhere oh, so yeah. i i don't know if he can even speak english but i just i i think that's the part that i have against Tim I, duncan against the spurs itself is they're just the most vanilla team in the nf and the nba but you you have the most vanilla team with the most craziest coach the most like doesn't give a you know what I mean like <laughs> he, you know I'll watch yeah. his interviews and he'll just go off on the media he's and it's funny and it's I, funny I like Pop because he's he almost never smiles they actually got a picture <laughs> they actually got a picture of him smiling and they made a big deal of it on Yahoo yeah <laughs> they're like he smiles well they they uh, they had an interview of him when he was doing the in-game interview for one of the games right and David Aldridge said you know something like. All right, Pop. You know your team didn't do well in the first half. What do you, you know, what do you think is going to happen in the second half? And he didn't say a word. He looked at David Aldridge and just started laughing at him for like ten seconds. Awkward. Yeah. And it was just funny. And Aldridge started laughing because they, you know, they know what yeah. he's doing. So it, it's really oh. funny to see that because coaches don't want to talk to the media during the game. You know? Honestly, the media just need to get their checklist of questions out because they're all the most generic questions, and they just look at him and go. On your cheat sheet, question number one. Yeah. <laughs> and then he looks at his it. cheat sheet, and the guy goes, generic answer number five. Yeah. <laughs> match them up and go. Yeah, man. Because they give the exact same answers to every question. I, I hate interviews with athletes just because they, yeah. they always give the same stuff. But Yeah, exactly. When you get somebody like Popovich or... I can't believe I'm saying this, but Barry Bonds. Yeah. Best interviews ever because he just love looks Barry. at him like, he'll tell you flat out, you're a moron. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I love this guy. Yeah. <laughs> So you got the Heat in seven, so Spurs yeah. in six or something. Yeah, that most likely happen. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> I I got the Heat in six, maybe five. I think wow. the I think the Spurs are honestly getting a little too tired. Yeah, uh, Parker's been hurt. He's got a bum ankle. I'm pretty sure he's gonna play for game one. I mean, the Heat, they're killing it. Yeah, they they, they, they are really just demolishing are. people. You know, they were never really in risk at all this entire postseason. Like you never yeah. once looked at it and went. 
the Heat might lose. Yeah. Like, the closest within Indiana, and it wasn't really even that close. Yeah, it wasn't even that. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. there was that one game where Indiana just crushed it and was like, if they win two more in a row, yeah. it, it could th- happen. There, yeah, there was starting to – there were talks of that yeah. happening. And then like, the Heat came back and were like, nope, shut nope. your mouth. <laughs> shut you down. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the Stanley Cup because uh, uh, yes. this is kind of a sore subject. I'm over it with my Sharks. But, I know uh, you are. Bill Sutherland, who's a avid Blackhawk, oh, Blackhawks fan, yeah. is – He's he's a little upset. He's moping around. He's a little pissy. He's going on vacation soon. So yeah, he's, he's, he's <laughs> he he's took his like, vacation on a very good time to yeah, not watch hockey. He can go drink it away. Yeah, the the Blackhawks unfortunately lost an overtime thriller oh, against the Kings. I know, and it and it was the Blackhawks' fault too. It, it it knocked off one of the guys down low who was trying to get the uh, the screen person out of the way so right. Corey Crawford can see the puck. It, it, unfortunately, it was just it, an error. Yeah, it was an it was error. Goof. It happens in hockey now, well, so you got to deal with it. And there's, but they're saying the Blackhawks next year are going to come back even stronger. I mean, they're young, you know, young guys. Yeah. And I, you haven't seen the last of the Blackhawks. I, mean, I, in, I the, think, in the Stanley Cup, they'll 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 be back. I think they're today's Detroit Red Wings. Oh like, yeah. The, Detroit was dominating in the '90s. Now this year. Or this decade, even last decade. I mean, you can ha- make a case for the Penguins, uh, yeah. you know. But I think the Blackhawks have the right group of people, the right group of coaches, and the right group of executives to make this a dynasty for a long time. Yeah, and they're doing it right. They're doing it right, exactly. But unfortunately, they did not make it to the finals. Not this time. Uh, so it just proves that it's really hard to repeat as champs uh, in hockey. But Kings, Rangers, who you got? I want to take the Kings just so I can jinx them. Yes. <laughs> I'll take it. Just because so I can jinx them because I know it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but if you're asking me for real, I, I want to see the uh, Rangers do it only for the fact that Henrik Lundqvist has so many haters out there. Mm-hmm. The dude's a choke artist. He can't win the big one. Well, now he's in the big one. And he's one of the top – I think he's one of the top five goalies in the NHL. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's definitely a better goalie than Quick is. Um, problem is that L.A. is so fast. Well, yeah, they they make a lot of uh, shots on goal. So yeah, and you, they're going to test him hard. Yeah, so you got to be careful about the rebounding and, and the second chance uh, shots. Yeah, and plus you know Martin St. Louis, he he's coming to the end of his career. Yep, he won a Stanley Cup with Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to see him win one with the um, Rangers. Yeah, with the Rangers, just because they're one of the original six. So oh, yeah, that'd be a really cool. One well, to see on on top of that, unfortunately, his mother passed away. Um, yeah. So you know, it's been an emotional season for him. And he's as got a he's got that story. And the the Rangers have a ton of those kind of stories. It's twenty years since they last won a exactly. Stanley Cup. So that that's another storyline on top of it. So I I would like to see them win. Um, but for intents and purposes, for the Jinx, I'm going with the Kings and four. <laughs> Kings and. Four, dang. <laughs> I'll take it because uh, I, I'm really thinking this is going to go uh, maybe six. Uh, I'm taking Rangers in six. I, I really don't want the Kings to win. But I also I can them. say, I also can say, okay, well, the Sharks lost to the to the yeah. eventual Stanley Cup champs. I just don't want them to win because I don't want to hear you be so upset for the next like week. Yeah, man, because you're gonna be pissy and moaning I, the I, entire I, time. Like you don't, people, li- <laughs> Beckett Radio listeners out there, I hate. The Kings. I, I don't know why. It's, it's, if you're a Kings fan out there, I'm sorry. It's irrational. It, it really I just, is. You know, it's <laughs> something that irritates me about him. Dustin Brown, I can't stand him. I think he's a dirty player. I, I just, something, just, ugh, I hate it. I hate it. It's like, it's like David versus Goliath. 
You know, the Sharks are always that Goliath, that powerhouse, and they just get embarrassed year after year against the Kings. And this is what I work with every day. God, man. Every day. And that's just hockey. We haven't even (laughs) talked about basketball, (laughs) baseball, or football. God. And then his teams win, and he never shuts up. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) It's great. You know, talking about, you know, big contracts, Colin Kaepernick getting that big deal for the Niners. that's disgusting deal. Yeah, 60 million guaranteed plus. I'm... You know, he's 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 kind of set. He's set, but n- now is the time. You yeah. know, like you've been wanting money, you've been wanting a, a nicer contract, you've been doing well, but it's not enough. You know, we're we're at the mindset where doing all right in the playoffs is is good. Now it's Super Bowl or bust. I That's I would it. like to see this is you're gonna hate me for this. Oh, I want to see the Packers and the Niners in the championship game mm-hmm. this year. Okay. I want to see it happen. That would be great. I want to see the Packers win another Super Bowl. and then, happening. And then your team can <laughs> win the Super Bowl after that. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I would like to see the Niners win. They're a good team. Yeah. I like them a lot. But yeah. I need to see my – Green Bay had such a horrible year last year with Aaron Rodgers missing half the season. Mm-hmm. I want to see what they can do with a healthy team in this. They had a great draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they had one of the top ten drafts this year easily. I think that – the uh, Niners had a much better offseason than most teams. That is true. Um, so it's it, it's just the good teams are getting better, and they're really building themselves up. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm, I'm really excited for football season to start. You know, a lot of big football products are being previewed now. Yeah, they Designs are. are looking great. I'm excited. Well, uh, school just got out, and it's summer vacation for all the kids, and it's like, Okay, summer vacation can end now just because that's when <laughs> football starts again. Yeah, exactly. And next up, we have a special guest here on the phone from Upper Deck, Mr. Chris Carlin. How are you doing today, sir? Great. How are you guys doing today? Man, we, uh, we're really happy to have you on. Uh, we've had people from Tops, Panini, everyone, and one interview that I really wanted to have happen was Upper Deck. And so I'm, I really appreciate you guys giving us the time to talk to you today. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. So let's first start out with some entertainment and gaming news. Upper Deck is doing some great things, uh, and they have some of the recent success from Captain America 2. Colby Smulders, her autograph is selling like hotcakes, and everyone's going crazy for her autographs, as well as the badge cards. Can you talk more about the success about Captain America? Well, yeah, obviously the Marvel franchise, uh, in terms of movies, has really blossomed over the last couple of years, especially with uh, the success of the Avengers. So uh, we looked to create a product that uh, had a lot of great hobby content in terms of autographs, but also had uh, great sketch cards. Uh, some cool uh, memorabilia cards featuring uh, movie-worn memorabilia from a lot of the stars. So it's just a really fun break when you're, when you're opening it. Uh, you get some great action photography from the, uh, from the movie, uh, some concept series stuff on things and how they, they made the movie. Uh, but more so than anything, I think you feel like you get some really good value out of, uh, out of each box purchase. Um, especially if you look at the secondary market with what some of these cards are selling for. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, in the future, I know Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of the next big movie uh, coming out, and you guys are going to put out some products for that as well? Correct, yeah. We'll have a, uh, we'll have a product for it. It's been fun around here to, to see some of the advanced images of, of what the movie looks like, and it looks like it's going to be awesome, like a, a real kind of sleeper surprise. Yeah, definitely. Uh, because it hasn't been tied to so many of the 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 Avengers types uh, of movies that we've seen as of late. But uh, we've got autographs from Chris Pratt and uh, Michael Rooker, a couple of the big ones in there. 
Um, we've got uh, Stan Lee having some hard sign autographs. Um, so it should be a fun break, along with you know memorabilia and, and things along those lines as well. Let's talk about the Marvel premiere because that that seems like a really huge anticipated product. And uh, I, the biggest thing is that the sketch card. I read somewhere that. Over 70 sketch artists will be showcased in this product. Is that correct? Yeah, and I've been starting to see some of these come in. And it's just like, wow. You know, they've been uh, taking some scans of them because they have to be sent off to Marvel for approval. But yeah. uh, they're beautiful, some of these things that they've been coming up with. And uh, what really makes them unique in the Marvel premiere is it, it's pretty much the first time that there have ever been multi-panel sketch cards. So you have uh, an experience where the the card actually opens up and, and shows an amazing, uh, beautiful portrait of, uh, of favorite, your favorite Marvel, Marvel characters. So yeah. um, unique, innovative, and uh, something that people haven't seen for you know, two years since the last time it came out. So we wanted to take the time to do it right. We didn't want to just push another one out every year. Uh, it's one of those products that uh, needs to feel special, and, uh, and collectors will absolutely see that it does this year as well. All right, well, we're going to change it up a little bit on you and talk about golf, a uh, topic we haven't really talked a whole lot about on this show before. Uh, SP Game Used just came out recently, and I don't know if you've been paying attention, but some of these cards are selling like crazy. I mean, you got Rory McIlroy, his rookie autograph cards are just selling for thousands of dollars. Uh, what sets this product apart from previous years, and how did you guys up the ante a little bit to make it better and put more into it this year? Well, I think that's the one reason why you're seeing sales so significant is because there are so many more eyeballs on golf this year uh, because you have Rory's first ever rookie cards, uh, because you have the first ever rookie cards of other players like Graham McDowell, Cheyenne Woods, who's Tiger Woods' niece, uh, Michelle Wee in an upper deck release. So uh, there is a lot of interest in the, uh, in the product uh, because of that alone. And once you have that, you have a lot more uh, people getting involved in the category, uh, more people vying after some of those cards, higher uh, final auctions, final sale prices at auctions, uh, which is good for everyone. But uh, more than anything, it's just uh, the SP Authentic did so well. Uh, there was a nice amount of space between that release and the SP game used. And now we're seeing just some, some really cool cards coming out of there, especially with regard to, to memorabilia. I saw a Tiger Woods... Uh, uh, Supreme patch today with the Nike swoosh, and it was just like, wow, that guy's <laughs> hands. The photo was blurry, obviously, because the guy's hands were still shaking. Yeah. So, uh, there are some really awesome cards in that uh, product, and, and uh, fans seem to be enjoying it. You know, something that uh, I, I seem to like is I'm a huge fan of Byron Nelson since they have the Byron Nelson Classic here yeah. in Dallas. What, what's it like to see memorabilia from, from Byron Nelson? Obviously, it's awesome. You know, the, a lot of the old timers, it's is really kind of cool. Especially, I think the one that, that gets me is Payne Stewart. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at uh, to the fact that you know he's no longer with us, but he's just such a transcendent figure in the golf category, uh, and still has such a loyal uh, fan base who you know who will chase his collectibles very hard. So, um, any of those guys that, that uh, make it you know really fun to collect you just feel like when you open up the golf because there are so many great names and because we have so many legends and uh you know the exclusive guys like rory and tiger obviously help but uh you just feel like you're getting really good value out of the product which i think is something that collectors really really look for in the in the market today well you mentioned Payne Stewart and how he's passed away and he's he was my favorite golfer when i was a kid i watched golf even with my dad when i was like five. Um, who do I got to talk to about getting a, a cut autograph card of Payne Stewart put into one of your sets so I can try and buy it and get it? 
well, it's definitely something that uh, that we've talked about, and uh, I, I believe we actually have done uh, a cut autograph of him in the past, uh, but I don't think there's any in. Uh, I'm, I know that there's not any in the SP Game Muse set, uh, but yeah, we. He is one of those guys who's very transcendent, to say the least. Now let's let's go over to some initiatives Upper Deck has been doing lately, as far as the 25th anniversary is concerned, and it seems like it's going to become uh, a staple uh, in your company. The Heroic Inspirations campaign is something that we've talked about a lot, and I think is such a great idea. Uh, not just to get people to buy your products, but just like you said earlier before the show, uh, just to get something good, uh, some good news back into the hobby. Because like you said, there's been some negative news stories uh, with the industry. Let, let's talk about this uh, young kid, Sam Tagason and the San Jose Sharks. How did that come about? Well, honestly, it was uh, a situation where, you know, after we, the first type of situation we had with this was with a young kid, Jack Hoffman, uh, yeah. who uh, did the, the touchdown for Nebraska in the spring game. And we go, we just got to make a card of that kid. And it kind of blossomed from there where we realized we could leverage the power of our brand to tell some really great and compelling stories while also helping some charities. You know, so frequently we get asked, oh, can you donate to Tiger Woods this to our charity? And we started really challenging ourselves to what can we really do to help? Uh, and, and, you know, by creating these cards, we found that, that it does a lot more than just create funds. It creates a lot of exposure for these really great causes. So uh, we've done them for Mandy Schwartz in hockey or her memorabilia card. Uh, we've done them for Doc Jacobs in baseball. You know, he had autograph cards in Goodwin last year. So uh, it's been really fun. And we found Sam Tagason just like pretty much everyone else did, uh, you know, in the news. Uh, you know, his story was so compelling. Uh, 18 to 17 at the time, who was born with only two heart valves. I uh, was told he couldn't even ride a bike, let alone play hockey, but uh, didn't really let that deter him. He was a super fan for the Sharks. They signed him to a one-day deal and uh, let him skate out of the shark head, and it was just really emotional. Yeah. But the challenge for us came in that we didn't have a, uh, a great image of him on the ice. In fact, there really wasn't any imagery, believe it or not, taken of him uh, that night. So we actually we wanted to make it fun, so... Uh, we created this image of him right by the shark head, and it's a really cool, cool-looking, fun card uh, that we uh, debuted this weekend up in San Jose. Unveiled for him, we had uh, one of his favorite players come and surprise him, and uh, this was a great story. We raised a lot of money for uh, for charity, and and uh, the cards will actually be inserted into 1415 MVP hockey as well. So collectors out there can can score them as well. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that card because I did see pictures and, you know, as a huge fan of the Sharks, it, I would love to be pictured next to that huge Sharks head that's on, on the ice. So I bet yeah. that's a once-in-a-lifetime moment for Sam and you know, I bet he was so happy, and I know he was he was very emotional when that actually happened. But it's just great to see companies like Upper Deck do something uh, like this that's so good for the community. Uh, and it's obviously it's just been nothing but positive feedback from everyone around. Now, you guys are also doing Random Acts of Kindness program, and the Gilmore family. I was reading on the Upper Deck blog, which you can go upperdeckblog.com, and there was some great pictures and story and the story about the Gilmore family how they lost everything and they were such huge collectors how how did that get started how did you get involved with the Gilmore family I, again you know just kind of keeping our eyes and ears open for opportunities what we were looking for when we started this random acts of kindness program was uh, trying to identify collectors who are positive advocates out there who really uh, help portray collecting in a favorable light and uh, we wanted to try to thank them for 25 great years 
years. Uh, and here you have a, a, a situation where uh, there's a family less than a mile, less than a mile from our headquarters, who are collectors and lost everything in a fire. Uh, were devastated by that, but still, you know, when I met them, they just had such a great outlook and just wanted to rebuild, and they're going to rebuild right on the same site. Uh, we had them out yesterday for a tour of the facility here, and we had, we had a lot of fun with them. But more than anything, I think what it kind of taught us was that, you know, in the face of some tough times, you have uh, the opportunity to engage in trading cards and, and take your mind off things. It's a distraction. Yeah. Uh, and it was really nice to be able to share that with them, to see them smiling and, and uh, joking with each other, and uh, and we're happy to provide that type of experience for them. Uh, they definitely, definitely could use the break from thinking about real life for a little bit. All right, we have the uh, national convention right around the corner, and I know Upper Deck's got a lot of big, uh, big happenings going on at the at the show. Is there some stuff that you could talk about? Maybe some teasers, uh, a little bit of hype for us, so we can know what we're going to be getting into when we see you guys at the national. Well, first and foremost, you know, if you've never been to a national sports collectors convention, get out there. Get out there <laughs> this time. Uh, you know, th- we've put a lot of time and uh, and money in, in making sure that that we provide an experience that is worth waiting 25 years for. So uh, for us, this is really our big opportunity to thank, uh, thank collectors for all the support over the last 25 years. And uh, we do have some, some big events, some uh, uh, VIP events for collectors, um, but the opportunities, there's opportunities to attend those events where you don't have to spend, you know, 5000 or $10,000. You know, you could just be an average Joe who happens to like Upper Deck. So, and then we'll have a variety of, of really cool uh, rep redemption promos, so if you're buying boxes at the show, bring them by. We've got some really cool products that you can get exclusively at the show uh, done in that uh, kind of that 89 design. Uh, so I think people are going to have a great time out there. Uh, we're doing some stuff around the VIP party on Wednesday, and uh, we're just looking to make every day really awesome out there for, for all our collectors. So uh, more details will come for sure, but uh, but just make your travel plans now and, and find a way to get out there. Yeah, I'm really excited to go out there and uh, just experience the whole atmosphere and environment. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm, I'm really excited for Upper Deck because as a kid, I came up in the industry through Upper Deck, uh, and then I got into everything else. But So I, I kind of have my childhood memories are from Upper Deck opening you know, basketball and, and all that good stuff. So I'm really excited to see that. Um, so final question, the 25th anniversary uh, is this year, and what has been the greatest memory, uh, not just as an employee of Upper Deck, but just as a fan and a collector? Uh, what's been the greatest memory in the past 25 years? For me personally, it was probably the day I was hired. I still remember <laughs> that day. I was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was just looking for something. You know, I just graduated from college and here's Upper Deck in the same town I was living in. And I was like, wow, I've got to find a way to get a job there. So uh, I remember that very fondly. And uh, it's amazing for me. What I like thinking about is just how much has changed since then and, and how much still stays the same. You know, uh, no matter what, it's still two and a half and three and a half piece of cardstock that, that uh, we're creating, uh, but fans continue to have so many great experiences with them, and, and we've innovated that, that small platform, that small canvas again and again and again. When, when people have said there's nothing else that they can do to it, we, we do it again. So I think that spirit of innovation and just uh, uh, pride in trying to, to make the, the world's greatest collectibles is, is my fondest memory and, and the times that we've been able to continually do that. 
and uh, I, you know, I look forward to another 25 years here. I think, uh, I think you know, we're poised to do some some great things. Well, I'm extremely happy with this interview, Mr. Carlin. Uh, thank you so much for coming on and spending a few minutes with us. And whenever you want to come back on and talk about some great things that Upper Deck is doing, you have an open seat. We absolutely will. And uh, thank you guys for the, the platform. It was great talking to you. Before we leave, I got a brand new, fresh new box of SP Game Use Golf. Boom. Boom. So I'm excited about this giveaway because we, uh, you guys opened it. Who it was Olds Matt and Matt. Olds, yeah. yeah, they opened it. They got some really they cool got, stuff. They got there. one of the Rory McIlroy cards, yeah, it, which is a really huge nice. card. Yeah, um, so it's selling like hotcakes. The relics in here are great. Uh, the, the leaderboard Letterman cards are Those really are cool, cool with the gold uh, ink. I think that's a really cool thing. So we're giving that away. So what you need to tell us is Justin Grunert's favorite golfer as a kid. And email it. And email it to us. If you put it on the forums, it will get immediately deleted, and it will not count. So email it to us at radio at Beckett.com to get yourself a brand new box of game-used edition golf. Big hit. You can get inked drivers, leaderboard letter marks card, pretty much in each box. Five cards per pack, three packs per box. This is a huge thing. Everyone's loving it. You can get so much cool stuff in I'm here. I'm kind of jealous of whoever gets this. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm not going to lie either, Justin. No I'm lie. really not. We tell the truth. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone out there, for listening to Beckett Radio. Uh, check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to our podcast uh, via iTunes at Beckett Radio. Beckett Radio. Search it. You'll find it. We're, we're the only one out there with Beckett Radio. Uh, at Becca Radio on Twitter, we're always posting some funny stuff. We're retweeting a lot of uh, cool stories. Uh, auctions are ramping up for Beckett Auctions, so they got some cool pictures, so check that out. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. To hype up of auctions real quick, just a yes. shameless plug. Yeah. The other day we got a ton of Bat Barrel cards in that we're going to be selling soon. And they're graded, too. They're graded, and they're really cool. They're really nice. I think... Uh, we got a Babe Ruth one. Yeah. Uh, and a Mickey Mantle one. Yeah, I saw the Ted Mickey Williams. Mantle. That was that was sweet. We have a couple bats. that uh, There was a Ted Williams signed bat. There was a Mickey Mantle signed baseball, some Stan Musial stuff, a lot of UDA Jordan uh, stuff from him. So uh, if, if you guys haven't checked out Beckett Auctions, you, you're missing out. It's got some really cool stuff. R really cool stuff. Better and, than... and some of it's selling for some decent prices. Yeah. So if, if you guys want some game use memorabilia, some signed baseballs, bats, basketballs, whatever the case might be, check out Beckett Auction Services, beckett.com slash auctions is the uh is the web address so check that out but other than that i'm done justin's done he's ready to go home i am so uh thanks everyone for listening to becca radio i'm derek i'm justin we'll talk to you guys later